The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Perhaps you already know this about me, but I love poetry. I have ever since I was a little girl. As a kid, my favorite thing to do on a rainy afternoon was to curl up on the couch with a book of poetry. I also love being outdoors. And today here on the podcast, I'm bringing you a simple yet beautiful idea for combining the two, nature and poetry. Welcome to episode 105, Nature Inspired Found Poetry. A found poem is created by collecting words from somewhere and refashioning them into a poem. You get to rearrange the words, the phrases, or quotes from another text and create something new. The words or phrases can come from existing texts, such as articles, speeches, letters, street signs, books, even other poems, or from your recorded observations. These words are then shuffled around and reordered to create a brand new poem. There are so many different ways to use this technique. I invite you to explore everything that you can think of with your, for yourself, with your children, one of my favorites, though, is to take a nature walk, record observations, and then create a collective poem from everyone's experiences. So today, here in this episode, I want to share with you seven steps to writing a found poem. Step one, gather your materials for a nature walk. Each person needs a sketchbook, perhaps some colored pencils. It's fun for everyone to carry his or own 
supplies along. So grab backpacks, a water bottle, and head outdoors. Step two is pick a nature trail to hike. You could pack a snack or even lunch if you wish. And I love this idea that I learned. I heard this from a naturalist at one of our local nature centers. And the idea is to hike one trail 12 times. To go back and hike the same trail once a month for an entire year, collecting your observations. Now, that is not required for writing a simple found poem. So you could do this in just one hike, but I wanted to be sure to share that idea with you. All right, step three, once you're at the nature area, hike around for a bit and then have everyone find a sit spot. That's a place that looks really inviting to sit for a while, like a bench, boardwalk, log, or even on the ground. Each person can choose his or her own spot. Step four, sit sit in silence for a bit, observing. Then sketch some images from your spot. You can draw that on one side of your page and then on the other side, write down some observations, words or phrases describing what you see, hear, smell, and even feel. Step five, finish your hike and head back home. Once you're home, have everyone share their pictures and their observations. Step six, At this point, one person can collect all of the words and turn them into a poem. Or the group can do this step together by putting words and phrases on little post-it notes or index cards so that they can be moved around. It's really fun to see all of the words and phrases spread out on the floor or on top of the dining room table. Step seven. Voila, a found poem. Don't forget to give it a title. I've done this in groups of all sizes, from two to probably a dozen people, and the results are always delightfully surprising. Writing found poetry is fun to do with all ages, too. It's even great with teenagers. For some inspiration, Go have a listen to One Boy Told Me by Naomi Shehab Nye over on the Poetry Everywhere YouTube channel. This is a beautiful poem by one of my favorite poets consisting of words she collected from things her young son said to her. I'll be sure to link to that poem in the show notes for this episode. And now I want to share with you a found poem created from the observations of seven children on a fall hike back in October of 2010. The kids ranged in age from seven to 10. They were all part of our homeschooling co-op Rainbow's Edge. Here it is. Woods in Fall. The ground is blanketed with leaves as we set out. Leaves are fluttering down all around us, floating with the wind. Gusty, a little chilly and cloudy, 
more colors, more leaves than last time. The rosy hue of crabapples among orange and yellow, golden and brown. Leaves float downstream while others sink to the bottom like stones. We find half-eaten acorns all over the ground and a squirrel exploring a log. Looking up, we see a squirrel's nest, a jumble of leaves high up in the branches falling apart now. A rotting tree trunk, perhaps struck by lightning, all full of bug holes and woodpecker holes. Two squirrels play tag up a tree trunk while we sit and draw where the boardwalk is slippery from rain and decomposing leaves. With a gust of wind, sticks fall, stems fall, and colorful leaves come raining down. Oh, I encourage you to give this a try. Nature-inspired found poetry. What is it about poetry that draws us in? Perhaps it's the sparse words and pictures that those words paint, just incomplete enough for us to add in a bit of our own mental imagery. And you can bring poetry and nature together by writing some nature-inspired found poetry with your family. Let me know how it goes. You can find the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 105. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.